Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for Hot Take James. Hottest takes of the week on ESPN 1530. I kind of wish you were here to do this in person. How come you're not here? Well, I, I blame you. You invited me last week. I, I made did. it. I did invite you to the test. This, this week didn't get an invite. That You know what? Back that is at on this me. dungeon. I, I deserve I deserve to be uh, to be reprimanded by you. Yeah, no, absolutely you do. And uh, when you get back on Monday, that's something I will certainly handle. Okay. Well, I uh, now I'm dreading I'm dreading Monday. All right, James. I'm going to handle you the same way, McGregor. Let's just jump into it. McGregor's okay, going to handle Mayweather tomorrow. Okay. Look, Connor's going to shock the world because Mayweather's never seen anyone like Connor. He's just not. He's going to. Beat him up. He's going to use his MMA background. He's not going to box him. He's not going to try to outbox Floyd Mayweather because no boxer's done that ever. Yeah. So he's going to get physical and he's going to win tomorrow. Conor McGregor is going to knock out Floyd Mayweather. All right. You want me to tell you about the wagers I've made? Yeah. I've let's made three do different it. Different bets. Yeah. McGregor to win at plus 350. All right. See, I like that. So you'll be happy. Yeah. Yes. No, that'll I'm, work. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for me. So I got McGregor to win at plus 350. Mm-hmm. I have McGregor to record a knockdown in the second round at plus 1400. McGregor? Yeah. Because, look, he's, he, he, he can't win this thing if it goes 10 rounds. He's not going to try to have it go 10 rounds. Um, he's going to come out and he's going to try to get a knockdown early. Plus, I'm all about the payout. Plus 1400? Yeah. No, so I, I think if he I don't scores a knockdown, you. chances are it's more in the second round than the first because mm-hmm. the first round they're going to feel each other out a little bit, and then McGregor's going to go for the kill in the second round, and if he connects with a punch, he knocks. And again, it's a knockdown, not a knockout. It's yeah. just a knockdown. All Floyd's got to do I like that. I actually might get, get in on that. 1,400? Yep. And, Mayweather and it, to be declared the winner in the seventh or eighth round at plus 750. Here's the thing. Because this is part of hot takes, is is me saying that McGregor's going to win and people are in their cars like, oh my God, what the hell's James saying? Yeah. I keep hearing all these national guys say how Mayweather's going to knock out McGregor. I don't know if McGregor, he could not throw a punch and probably not get knocked out by Mayweather. He deals with people punching the crap out of him with barely any gloves on in the UFC. It's a lot more physical. He doesn't get knocked out in the UFC. And you're telling me that Floyd Mayweather at 40 years old is going to knock him out? Stop it. So here's the thing. Stop. You mentioned national people. I ignore most of them. I try to find the people who follow these sports. Yeah, well, most the national interviews people don't. and stuff. Right. So I, I pay attention to the people that cover these sports. Uh, and and I, I'm the first to admit, I, I really don't watch boxing much anymore, and I watch UFC very, very casually. So my wager is based on the fact that Mayweather's fights typically go for a while. To me, it's also based on, and again, Mayweather declared the winner in 7th or 8th. That doesn't mean he knocks him out. That can mean a lot of different things. Yeah, it, it, it can uh, you're mean right. the referee stops the fight. Yeah. It can mean a TKO. It can mean, can, can mean a lot of, it can mean McGregor quits. It can mean a lot of different things. So, like, to me, and that's plus 750. That's a pretty good payout. It's, it's kind of a bet on the most likely scenario, which is Mayweather winning and him going for a while, yet not going the distance. Yeah, I'm not knocking your bet at all. I just think... The idea, I, I think it's impossible. There's no chance McGregor quits. Now, would a, a ref stop it potentially? Right, right. Yeah, I could see that. That's the one thing. If Mayweather just overwhelms him, I don't think he's going to overwhelm him. 
I just don't. And you call me crazy. Did you see, by the way, uh, Paul Maginali or whatever his name is? Uh, he's uh, Mayweather had a. You can't cite an expert if you don't know his no, name. No, no, no. Not an expert. Oh. All right. Okay. A video surfaced on Thursday, fighthype.com, mm-hmm. that Paulie Mal- uh, Malinagi. Mm-hmm. Sure. He, who sparred, he was Conor McGregor's sparring partner. Right. Turns out to be really good friends with Mayweather, and it's a video of Mayweather saying, "My friend, it's my it's my friend Polly. My friend Polly has always been my friend. You know what? I even told him, Floyd, or he asked, do you want me to go to camp, as in McGregor's camp, to be his sparring You've partner?'" Confused. What are you talking about? Basically, <laughs> Paul Malinagi went to McGregor's camp, became his sparring partner, mm-hmm. and Floyd. He's friends with Floyd. Okay. He, Floyd sent a spy. Floyd sent a spy to his camp. You're telling me he's not worried? You're telling me he's not worried? Oh, of course he's worried. Of course he's worried. I don't know how I don't know how you could you could participate in that sport and not be worried. But I don't think his confidence is is going to be shaken. Look, May- Mayweather has fought better boxers. Now he's never sure. really, he's never really fought anybody, you know, at at the at the peak of his powers. He's typically fought guys either on the way up or the way down. That's been his MO. But no, I think the uniqueness, first of all, the uniqueness of this is why I'm on board. Mm-hmm. Because this is different. Much of what we get in sports now is not different. Basically, in the NFL, there's like a group of 20 teams who are the same. And yeah. they're all running the same stuff. In the NBA, we're probably going to get the same NBA finals next year. Um, in college football, every single August, I could tell you who the top 10 is going to be. Maybe not in order, but I could, like, this is different, which is why I'm on board with it. Um, His name, by the way, just so I can say yeah, it right, Pauly sure. Malinagi. Yeah, so, there so, you go. so like, here's the thing. I, I, I never discount another fighter's chance. Um, but, and I'm, I'm interested in, I think the better story is Mayweather losing. I think the better for me is, you know, McGregor doing something spectacular. I can certainly see where you're going with picking him to win. But let's be honest here. The most likely scenario, if you're making it a is. smart bet, is betting on Mayweather. Sm- well, because of the odds, it's not. But yes, of course, the odds are, in general, if you're you're straight up betting, I would say Floyd's going to win. Right. But that said, I just have a hunch. I just have a feeling. Could be crazy. No, you've made a, you've made a point that is worth considering, it, at least to an extent. Yeah, that, I, I mean, that every if, fighter takes it, one too many. Yeah, he does. When's the last fighter that ended on top? And that's Mayweather could say that if he wins this fight, fifty and zero. Ends it on top. It'll be interesting. Mo, can I get to another thing? Please. I thought about, and we talked about this on the Run On Your Own Gas podcast on the iHeartRadio app, by the way, mm-hmm. if you want to check that out. Um, the Kyrie Irving deal. Yes. I think there are two players in that entire deal that don't come with question marks. Jay Crowder and Kyrie Irving. Those are the only two assets well, that, that don't come with question marks. So the more and more I think about it, I like what Cleveland did because they got a lot of assets for a guy who wanted out. Right. But I love what Boston did. I think, like, if you're going to tell me, ask me to predict who this works out better for next year and in the next five years, it's it's definitely Boston. Well, I I agree with, with your take on the pieces in the trade because Isaiah Thomas does have a huge question mark about him. The other guy was just drafted, and the other one's a pick, and who knows what that's going to be. I still love it more for Cleveland because – not more, but I love it for Cleveland because you could see what their overall goal is in the short term, and it opens them up to things for the long term. Like I, I that to me can't be can't be discounted. But yeah, the the sure thing, like we know the Boston Celtics are going to be an Eastern Conference power the year after this one. We don't know that about the Cleveland Cavaliers. 
Yeah. So yeah, you like your 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 logic is is your logic works. Like I would rather be getting Kyrie Irving than giving him up for what the Cavs got. Yeah. I, you know, I, and I, I know they had to trade him, and I get all that, but ugh. No, I, I love it for both. I love it for both. We talked about this in the podcast because it was it was the kind of deal that you don't see. Contender, contender, star, star. Um, I, I love it for Cleveland because they're still the lead dog in the East. I think that gap has been closed. They're better than they were when they walked off the court against Golden State in, in Game 5. They may have slightly increased their odds of keeping LeBron. And if LeBron James is a Cleveland Cavalier in two years, you know, then it's maybe a different conversation. Um, they have flexibility with the asset. But, yeah, look, the, the Boston Celtics are huge winners in this deal. Uh, they get the younger guy without much of a question mark. They have two years to negotiate with them. Worst case in two years, they're on, on, on slightly a different level than Cleveland. And best case, they're the prohibitive favorite. Like, it's great. Yeah. It's great. Can I get to one more thing? Please. One more thing here. And I, I get this. A lot of my, my friends that are non-sports fans have been roped into talking about the whole Colin Kaepernick, why isn't he in the NFL thing? Mm-hmm. I don't know if this has happened to you, but you get asked that question. Well, why isn't he? He's good. 16 touchdowns last year. Isn't it as simple? And I think LaShawn McCoy said it best yesterday, and I, I put that up at ESPN1530.com. When, you're, when the attention that comes with signing you, and the distraction that comes with bringing in a player outweighs the talent of that player, that's when they don't get signed. And so far, that's what we've seen. Yeah, it's a formula. I mean, isn't that it? I mean, I've seen it with so many players, and we're making this about uh, politics, and we're making this about social injustice and all the other stuff. It's that simple. The NFL views it as a distraction. Teams view it that way. And until they get desperate or view Kaepernick as a better quarterback than than the attention – or worth the attention that he's going to bring, they're not going to sign him. You're right. It's a formula. And a formula involves more than one variable. It's not as cut and dry as he's not good anymore. It's not that. It's also not as cut and dry as uh, the NFL is uh, blackballing him because of, of what he did with the national anthem. It's a formula. It's talent plus or minus the other stuff equals sign him, don't sign him. It's a formula. Look, the Bengals weighed it with Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. Joe Mixon was worth it to them. There's was, a reason they didn't pick him with the ninth pick, even though they loved what he could do on yeah, the football field. Right. They, they took they took the blowback they were going to get, the downside, the upside, weighed it all, stirred it up, came up with, all right, let's trade down, pick him in the second round. The, these things are not as, as cut and dry as we make them out to be. They never are, especially when you're talking about multiple teams. And here's the thing people are going to bring up. Well, Joe Mixon, he committed a crime. The NFL views and lumps this stuff that it's a distraction. It's attention. You have to answer questions about it. And yes, does it mean, could you say Joe Mixon's a bad guy compared to Kaepernick? I, th- that's fine. But ultimately, all distractions are lumped in, in, into the same kind of category, correct? Yeah, oh, no doubt about it. And it's also, it's team by team. Like the, the Cincinnati Bengals could look at Colin Kaepernick and go, we have no need for that. Like we have two quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And it's as simple as that. The Baltimore Ravens look at it and go, okay, well, we need a quarterback, but we also don't want to put up with all the baggage that comes with it. It's, it's So it's it's not the same for, for every team. The New England Patriots will look at Colin Kaepernick and go, well, you know, we have no need for him as quarterback, you know, so it's we don't even have to explore all the other things. Other teams would have to explore all the other things. Other teams would make it as cut and dry as I'm just against what he did last summer. I'm against what he stands for. It's it's anecdotal, but but no, you're, you're right. It is, it is ultimately a... A formula. Teams use that formula. The Philadelphia Eagles use that formula with Michael Vick. It was skill set, 
upside, talent. Okay, throw that in, and now throw in the the PR blowback we're going to get, the distraction it's going to create, and they came up with, all right, let's let's give him a shot. And it worked. Yes. You know, so it, it's not like you, these players aren't going to get a shot. Here's the other thing. Do we even know if he's ready to go? He worked out for Seattle. Well, we don't know if he's in, in, in football shape. Like, like Terrell Owens, this happened to him late in his career. The distraction outweighed his talent. Mm-hmm. There was no denying at like 41 years old, Terrell Owens was still running routes and trying to hope for a call. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if Colin Kaepernick's doing that. He, does, he hasn't talked about football in a, a long time. Mm-hmm. No, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. I, what I don't like about it is, is how we, we paint it black and white. And by black and white, I don't mean the color of people's skin. It's, it's not so cut and dry that, you know, universal throughout the league, they have no use for his talents. Clearly there are teams that I think if you handed them Steve Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick's um, not as vocal about political issues, but equally talented brother, they would they would bring him in in a heartbeat to either compete for a starting job and or or be a backup quarterback. Um, it, it's it's not as cut and dry as one thing keeping him out of the league, and yet that's where the conversation goes because that's where all conversations mm-hmm. seem to go anymore. And that to me is it's the most frustrating thing about talking about the issue. Is is no one no one wants to kind of meet in the middle and the middle is all right you know yeah talent plus distraction equals dudes having a hard time getting a job. Agreed. We Good agree. Stuff. Wow. We agree. You agreed on hot takes. I, yeah, like I, I don't think McGregor's going to win, but like your your rationale is like I get it. I don't agree with the ultimate result, but like I get it. Yeah. All right. You, you have a uh, high school football tonight coming up in a in a couple of minutes. I do. I'm gearing up. Greg Shoemaker and I are. Uh, preparing to get you set for uh, LaSalle and Cole Rain. And uh, two segments on the Scott Dixie game? <laughs> Three? Oh, you. Maybe how, one day. How in-depth will you guys be previewing the big game between, you know, Kenton County bragging rights up for grabs? I mean, we'll, we'll read the score in the post-game show. I'm sure Dan Claskins has got you. Maybe we'll have a, an interview with one of the coaches. Okay. Well, a winning coach, of course. That'd be great. Let me know. I can help you get in, get in touch with him. Okay. All right, uh, high school football tonight is coming up in uh, in a matter of minutes. Uh, back at it Monday, 3.05, thanks to uh, Lance, uh, Tony, Richard Skinner, Mike Mills for producing our show, James back in our studios, and, of course, uh, you for listening. Have a great weekend. High school football tonight is next on ESPN 1530 Cincinnati Sports Station. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to – has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.